time waits for no one. Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Hey, want to welcome everyone back to another episode of The Why Behind You. And thank you for tuning in. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I have posted a podcast and wanted to say, you know, this was an opportunity and a time. I know we're all going through a lot of different changes. We are adjusting. We're adapting. We are trying to understand our new normal. And it's very interesting because I had quite a few additional topics that were planned for the upcoming episodes, but I wanted to take a pause and take a step back and say, you know, hey, let's refocus and let's look at how the environment that we're in, the adjustments that we're all having to make. We have kids that are going to school um, virtually. We have people such as myself that are not traveling for work. We have a lot of different changes. And I hear this term or this phrase quite frequently of the new normal, right? And I think that one of the things that COVID, as I've thought about this and I thought about the new topic for the next episode, COVID brought a lot of wrinkles. It's been unbelievably stress-filled. It's been a year that has been unbelievably structured in a way that we have not been prepared. And I think that one of the silver linings, because I also look at and always look at the silver lining of what we do, how we do what we do, and how we've transitioned to where we are. And I think that the environment that we're in, COVID and everything that it has to offer, has has focused us on and pushed us to slow down. It's caused us to take a step back in ways that we have never, ever consciously or voluntarily made decisions to slow down. And I think we're in such a fast-paced society. We are in such a realm of everything is important here and now that we don't realize what we're missing out and we have not really paid attention to what we're missing out on because we're moving at such a fast pace. British author Nigel Cumberland once said, the new disease of our age is being okay doing everything at exactly the same time. And I thought about that as I was doing a little bit of diving into my thoughts around this episode of there are very few emergencies in life. There are very few things that have to be done without a doubt, right away, no questions asked. There are very few things that fall into that mold. But being in the society that we're in, being in the world of everything is critical, And let's check it off of the to-do list right now. We are 
pushing ourselves and we have continuously pushed ourselves into the realm and the world of everything is important and we have to get it done here and now. But what about you? What about you as an individual? I've thought about this as to how I have addressed me as a being, me as a person in this environment that we're in. There are very few, as I mentioned earlier, emergencies in life. We have to take the time to slow down. We have to take the time to focus on us as individuals. And we very often do that. We have bosses that tell us we have certain deadlines that need to be met. We have colleagues that need us from a cross-functional perspective to support the team and to be present and ready and available at a moment's notice. But how often are we stopping? How often are we pausing? How often are we focusing on what's important to us? COVID made us do things that we probably would not have voluntarily done. We slowed down. Society's different. I can't tell you the number of episodes and the number of posts that I read where people are saying, I spend more time with my family. I spend more time doing things that make me happy. I spend more time in focusing on the things that are going to drive my happiness. And I think that we're in, again, such a fast-paced society that we would not have done these things if a global pandemic had not hit us. Because we feel the pressures of everything that we do every single day, and we understand I have deadlines to meet, I have objectives to overcome, and you focus on that wholeheartedly. You hope and pray that this is something that's going to get me to the point where I need to be, and you continue to push through. But how often are we taking a pause? How often are we, as individuals, doing a sanity check on ourselves? I can tell you, I don't do it often. I don't, because I'm so focused on the next project. I'm so focused on the next agenda item, the next objective that I need to accomplish. And so I think we're all in that mindset or that mentality. We've gone from a world of frequent travel, multiple weekly hotel stays, meetings and dinners multiple times a week, continuous person-to-person interactions and contact, to now we're in a digital world. A digital world that includes visits and meetings on Teams, on Zoom, Microsoft Zoom. And to break up the monotony, we have a lot of people that will decide and say, as a leadership team, I want my team to do a virtual happy hour. Everything has shifted for us. Everything has actually transitioned to a point where It's about convenience because it's more convenient for me to 
set up a virtual meeting and have a discussion point with a customer as opposed to me flying to that customer. Now, a lot of that is out of our control. We have no influence on that, and that's okay. But understanding how the market is shifting, how the dynamic of what we do and the day-to-day business that we explore is changing. But have you changed? And that's what this is really about. Have you as an individual changed? I can tell you, I see meetings pop on my books. I'm on a computer all day, every day. And it's something that is very consistent for me. And I know that I need to be in those meetings. I know that I I need to be focused. I know that there's a level of contribution that I need to make sure I employ. And I make sure that I do that. Right? But have we taken a step back? And this is somewhere in an area that I need to improve upon. Just as I think many of you that may be listening to this may need to improve improve upon. But we need to be comfortable with the ability to step back, to slow down, to take time to say, what about me? We're in an environment right now where you have shifted from the ability to walk down the hallway and have a face-to-face interaction with someone and to really focus in on what that engagement looks like to now there's less face-to-face interaction with coworkers, with customers. It's all different. People are fearful of gaining or developing an exposure or an increased exposure to the virus. So it shifted how we do what we do. And I'll keep it very focused this week because I think it's very easy to get into the weeds and to get into a checklist of how do how do we slow down? How do we focus in on the ability to be more efficient in what we do, to be more productive and effective in what we do. And as I always focus in on how do we transfer that energy? How do we transfer that knowledge? How do we transfer those things to the next person? But we can't begin to focus in on how we share those insights and how we share that expertise with those individuals until we understand as individual contributors ourselves, how do we slow down? How do we become a better version of ourselves? We have to understand that. Do less. We live in such a fast-paced society, and we have always heard time is money. It's all about work, work, work. But did we ever focus on the opportunity 
to slow down prior to COVID? Did we ever focus on the opportunity of enhancing ourselves as individuals prior to COVID? I can tell you personally, myself, no, I didn't. I did not focus on those things. I did not focus on, yes, it's important for me to take a step back. I am in a time frame now where I understand the reality of that. I am very, as we all are, very busy. I have multiple things coming at me every single day. And I understand, and this is something that's very interesting, and I think we all have fallen into this trap, or we all are in this trap now. There's always a reason that you would determine that you don't have time. There's always a reason you would determine that you don't have the resources. There's always a reason that you will find that you don't have the bandwidth to do the extra things, to go the extra mile. But here's the reality. You will always find some reason not to take that vacation day. You'll always find some reason not to take advantage of the time frame that's available to you. And one thing that I've been very intentional about, I've been more focused on, is that it'll never be a perfect time. What you need to do is you need to plan it and you need to make sure that you adjust for your family or whether it's personally, this is my time. I literally look at my schedule from every single week and I take a step back and I say, wow, I need to plan me a vacation. I need to plan some time away from the job, some time away from work because I feel like I'm getting to a point and I'm reaching a point of I'm burning out. But the reality is, as I look at every single week that passes, and I look at all the opportunities that I have in front of me. I always find an excuse and I always find a reason not to take that vacation. And that's really sad because reality in life, there are very few emergencies that present themselves to us, right? There are very few emergencies in life. Now, what you allow to position as an emergency, which you allow to put out there and allow to control your day to day and distract you, that's on you. But there are very few emergencies where you cannot miss reading that email or you cannot miss being in that meeting. That work, I had a mentor of mine tell me just recently, that work will be there every single time. That work will be in front of you nonstop. So how do you slow down? 
Do less. Again, reiterating that, do less. We live in a fast-paced society. We've always heard that time is money, but do less. Focus on the critical things. Focus on what's most important. I always remind myself, and I think about this on a daily basis, and I said this just a second ago, COVID forced us to slow down in a way we never had the chosen chance or the chosen focus to do. It forced us into this way of life. But when you're there, when you're in that moment, focus on being in that moment. We're often distracted by many things we have to do or many things that we have that we realize that we can't do. But they're on our to-do list. We realize that this is a reality. It's something that's there. I need to do it. I may not have the time. I may not have the bandwidth. But it's there. And I want to do this. Right? But it's important to remember, as I said before, there are very few emergencies in life. Do mission critical things. Focus on what's important here, what's important now. And if it's not, it can wait. But that's a very hard thing for a lot of people to do, especially for your type A, very driven individuals. Most often the things that we feel can't wait or that meeting we feel we can't miss, all, and I say again, all of it will be there when we get back. And it will be waiting on our undivided attention. So we can't allow ourselves to get into the mindset and get into the groove that, hey, I can't take this vacation time frame. I can't take this time for myself because I have to get this done. I have to complete this task. If you properly plan and you establish yourself in a way that needs to execute on whatever goal and objective that you have, everything will be there and be readily available when you return. Again, I am in a mindset and a mentality now that there's very few things that are mission critical. If I, if my team or my colleagues or anyone needs any specific thing from me, they can reach me. They can ping me. They can send me an IM, whatever it may be. So we talked about it. Slow down. Focus on being in the moment. Learn, number three, learn how to disconnect. That is a very hard thing. I just started reading this book, and I won't get into sharing the title of the book and all that stuff, but focusing a ton more on the ability to meditate, the ability to focus. And I'll tell you, it's a book based on Buddhist mentality and Buddhist practices, but you don't have to be a Buddhist to practice those things. And it's been very intriguing 
a lot of it is around my ability to focus on not only who I am and what I do within my current everyday job, but it's also about my ability to influence and support and affect others, right? Because we're in an environment and we're in a world where the level of impact that you have resonates well and it's actually something that never goes away with a segment of people that we interact with. So I think that whether you're in a professional career or whether you're in an individual career, you have to ask yourself, how do I come across or appeal to others? You can very easily answer that and you can very easily be in that thought process based on the level of engagement that you have within the field and within your give, within your given field. Let me say that more specifically. But as we move into, we've talked about again, slowing down, how to do that. Focus on being in the moment. And the other piece of that puzzle, the trifecta, learn how to disconnect. That is very difficult for me. I cannot go on vacation, cut off my email, and just not see it. I can't do it. Let me take that back. Can't should be in your vocabulary or should not be in your vocabulary. I could do it, but it'd be unbelievably difficult. Number one, I don't want to miss out on anything. Number two, I legitimately don't want the pile of work when I come back from vacation. So if I can actually chip away at this on a regular basis with the team or with my team of people, absolutely. I'm going all in. I'm going to do it because 10 to 15, 20 minutes, half an hour here and there every single day. Is going to be much more tolerable, much more manageable than a 30, 45 minute to an hour session of reading through all the emails that I decided to do or not do or not pay attention to because I was on vacation. But you do what is best for you. You make sure that you keep that focus. You make sure that you keep that mentality of driving to what's most important to the person you're interacting with. In my segment, in my situation, it's customers. It's patients. However, it may be different for you. Focus in on what makes sense. And again, slow down. Focus on being in the moment. And learn how to disconnect. It's very difficult. There are difficult I'm sorry. Staying connected to a mainframe forces us to maintain a high level of stress and workload. The more we stay connected, the more we deprive ourselves of the opportunity to do three things. Recharge, refresh, and maintain a renewed perspective. The more we connect it, the less we're able to maximize those particular areas. 
It's impossible to allow yourself to see things in a new light when you're clouded by your current view. It is unbelievably impossible. Some have done it. Some have done it very well. But it is very, very difficult. Inc.com posted an article in January 2019 on four reasons why slowing down can accelerate your success. It allows you to enjoy a deeper sense of fulfillment and it creates the life that you want. You get to craft it. You get to drive it. You get to understand what, where, when, and how. But when we think about slowing down, what does it do for you? And you may buy into this, you may not buy into this. But I think it's very important and it's very critical that you do understand that there's a level of insight. But number one, you'll have greater clarity. It helps you to focus and create more streamlined direction and allows for a greater ability to prioritize very important task. You have much better clarity when you slow down as an individual. You slow down and you offer yourself the opportunity to learn, the opportunity to enhance, be more robust, the opportunity to build greater confidence overall. Number two, second thing as to why it's very important to slow down. You can't hustle if you're dead. If you work yourself to, you are blue in the face, pale, responsible for nothing, and have a challenge getting things in roll, if you work yourself to that point, you do yourself and no one else any favors at all. It's very challenging. Number three, harness the power of emotion. We are very easily driven by our emotions. And I don't mean go out, buy a new cologne, do all this and that. No, what I'm saying is we're very driven by our emotions. We are very driven as an individual group of people around how our products make an individual feel. How does it make their partner feel? So we're driven by those things. And we have to understand that these are cre uh, critical, I'm sorry, critical and important pieces to the puzzle. Next thing, you make better decisions. So we've talked about you have a greater level of clarity. You can work harder, work more efficiently can't hustle if you did. You harness the power of emotion. We are very often driven by our emotions. But the thing we have to put in context as to what products are going to be available out there in the market, what things are important from a people resource perspective, whatever that situation may be for you as an individual, you have to be able to understand it before you can relay the message. And you have to be able to understand it before you can share insights that may minimize the questions or the worry that someone may have. 
So Carl Honoré once said, the slow philosophy can be summed up in a single word, balance. Be fast when it makes sense to be fast. Be slow when slowness is called for. Seek to live at what musicians call the tempe guesto, which is the right speed. If there's nothing else that anyone gets out of the discussion this evening, go at your pace. Learn what is important for you. Learn what you need to identify to continue to drive your growth, to drive your perspective. But understand it's very important for you to have that discussion and for you to have that level of understanding with your colleagues, individually, whatever it may be. But ultimately, at the end of the day, drive to your goals, drive to your perspective, support the family line, the family needs that you have to support. But at the root cause of everything, when you slow down, when you drive and you put forth the best effort that you have, make sure that you understand that this is you. And I don't mean that lightly. New technology, a new product, whatever it may be, comes to market, comes out. Everybody wants the new new. Everyone wants the fancy. But there are opportunities where the most important goal that we have is people being satisfied, people being happy with what we're offering. If it's not the best situation, if you as an individual are not providing the best level of service, then you regroup, you refocus, and you realign. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt this topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions at you at the I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode of The Why Behind You.